Welcome to the 16-Ounce Cinema Podcast. Hello and welcome to 16-Ounce Cinema, where we drink pints and talk pictures. I'm TJ. I'm here with Angus. Hello. For this episode, I would like to be called the White Blackula. <laughs> All right, I'm here with the White Blackula and also Michael. Hello. I had a cool name, but I forgot it. So uh, I, unless I remember it, I'll just be Michael. All right, I didn't have a nickname for myself either. Um, nope, not at all. Um, <laughs> I was toying with one, and it just didn't. No, no, no I, had, I loved it. I was um, like, "This is so stupid. I'm going to use it." And then, and then, no, you know, I just can't. Well, mine didn't actually apply to me. It replied to the characters in the movie, but I can't nickname myself after. So this episode, we're talking vampire movies. Blah. Um, before we get to the, bleh, bleh. I like hissing vampires, like Christopher Lee in Hammer Horror. Uh, before we get to the movies, though, let's uh, talk about our beers. Um, I'm first this week. Um, I'm going to send you guys the artwork that captured my attention by the time. Our listeners hear this will have put it up on our Facebook already. I'm drinking Original Sin Cider, or Hard Cider, I should say. It suits my movie um, because it's about vampires that are very ancient and also named Adam and Eve. And they're um, very hard. You, uh, yeah, they're so, married. It's a really um, sexy six-pack. Yeah, so if you didn't check out our Facebook, the picture is on there now. But um, what you'll see is a, a redhead. Of course, I picked the one with a hot redhead on the um, six-pack taking her dress off while the devil watches with a little exclamation point over his head like, hey, that redhead's getting naked. <laughs> he's like, he's even grossed out by a ginger getting naked. Oh, no, no, no. He's excited. <laughs> he's nah. got this like swagger lean going on. <laughs> Uh, Who's going second this week? Sorry, I am it's going Michael. second, and my my beer is is almost making sense to the movie, but it's also uh, uh, telling us about where Angus went. He went to Texas, and this this beer is from Texas, so it's perfect. And it's called Love Street, which may or may not be one I've actually picked before for this podcast, but none of us remember it, so it's fine. I don't think uh, Angus did. chose. Uh, it's called Bush, uh, like for at least four episodes, so it's okay. It's called Love Street. <laughs> it's a Kolsch style blonde. And uh, there's some love in my in my movie, so it's uh, it's what I picked. It was either was this or a, or, a, or a beer from Rome, which I, I didn't know if vampires were big in Rome, so I decided to go with Love Street. Uh, I thought you said Rogue. I was like, you would have hated that. I hate Rogue. <laughs> the are there are there vampires in Rome? Like... Is that a big thing or no? Um, you know, I've never been, <laughs> uh, but like there is the whole like. <laughs> I see. I, was, I, was, I guess I was thinking about like exorcism. I think that's what I was thinking about, and I was like, I don't think I'm. Oh yeah, maybe lots of demons in Rome. I don't know about the vamp. I mean, vampires are really old world. <laughs> it's true. Um, and now, uh, now Angus has a beer. I guessed already, which makes me happy. Yeah, that kind of made me mad. You guessed <laughs> my beer exactly yesterday. <laughs> so you guys already know what I have, but mine is a double because, like Mike said, I'm in Texas now. So I got a beer that's brewed in Texas, but I also got something relevant to the movie 
I got Southern Star Brewing Company's Blood Belt. It's a blood orange ale. That's all I have to say about blood it. Blood orange is good. <laughs> I don't yeah, even like blood orange. <laughs> I'm using my little Doctor Who bottle opener. Oh, that didn't go off, so whatever. <laughs> it's supposed to make noise. Do all of your can openers make noise or bottle openers? I wanted to be obnoxious on the episode <laughs> with this damn bottle opener, but it didn't make noise. Let's see if I can get it to make noise. My beer has a slight taste. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh my god, no, no. <laughs> That's Doctor Who, you say? <laughs> yeah. It sounded like a fucking velociraptor. Sounded like parts of my movie. There aren't any of those in my house. That's how quality it was. Well, my beer has a a taste to it. That's all I have to say about it. It certainly has a taste. Mine's very (laughs) effervescent. Very crystal clear. Oh, the thing in the tag at the the store said it was like brewed using yeast strains from champagne or something like that. It was going to hit your brain very soon. I learned that. I I don't know anything about anything, so. My beer has a nice, like, orange taste at the beginning, and then as soon as you're done drinking, it just falls flat right on your fucking tongue and tastes uh, pretty gross. It just, that just means you have to drink the whole thing very fast. Yeah, probably. Well, I always do, so. <laughs> All right. This is a good cider. There's not a ton of flavor, but it's not overly sweet. So that's nice. That's nice. Ooh, can I say something? Apparently mine was... Uh, my company is the first to can craft in Texas. What? Your? Oh, your beer company. <laughs> yeah, it says it on the can. I didn't notice so it. So the, the first craft brewery to put their beer in a can in Texas. That's what it sounds like. I bet people fucking hated your brewery for that shit. <laughs> nah, they fucking cans. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I look for cans a lot because uh. I live in Florida and better to take cans to the beach than bottles that's true i'd never get bottles because they're a pain in the ass to recycle yeah and you can crush cans which is amusing i love crushing cans uh, yeah. now let's crush this episode Ooh. all right let's jump right into our vampire movies i say that and i have like a really like not interesting movie to talk about um so i decided to pick a movie where nothing absolutely nothing happens because this yeah, i figured our format where we go through everything that happens in a movie would be perfect for this movie <laughs> um it's only lovers left alive it tar- stars tom hiddleston and you've got Tilda Swinton Ooh. in there. Wow. Um, Wait, is that, and, the, is that the pop girl? She's no, tall it's Loki. and she's blonde. Yeah. She, yeah, you got Loki and she was, um, I mean, she's on a lot of stuff, weird yeah, yeah, Loki, stuff. Dude. She was the uh, evil witch in Chronicles of Narnia. If you saw her, you'd know her. No, no, I know her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. That's fine. Um, Anton Yelkin is in it too, um, as is John Hurt. And that's basically the entire cast because nothing happens. So you don't really. Oh, there, there's this other person who's somebody, and I forgot to write her name down. Was Anton like the dude asshole. who's dead? Yeah, yeah, he's dead now. But he wasn't dead when he made this movie. Well, no shit. Well, he could have been a vampire undead. But no, yeah, no. He he's actually one of the. He's <laughs> the only human character. His car that killed him was a vampire, and he came back as a car vampire. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a movie I want to see. Car vampire? Yes. 
<laughs> it just crushes people and soaks their blood up into its engine. No, I'm sad. Car vampire. Oh shit, he was the in Stephen Fright King Night. adaptation. Wasn't he in Fright Night what? too? Yeah, he was in Fright Night. He didn't become a vampire in that. Yeah. Um, but... If I remember right, that I think was what 2011. So also made before he died. <laughs> well, I'm assuming all the movies are made at like pre-death. <laughs> Maybe not released, but at least made. They're just like using him like a fucking marionette. <laughs> <laughs> the car vampire possesses his body. <laughs> I should talk about this movie. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot of vinyl in this movie. Um, I like that. I guess you might appreciate that. Um, Mike, <laughs> oh, you might actually appreciate the music itself because it's this kind of like slow, droning, experimental, like mood rock. I love it. I thought you were um, going to say I, jazz just to piss me off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would have said like shitty, annoying. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I like, I love, it should have been blues. I love that kind of music, so that'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and it's the whole like whole soundtrack, whole score. I, I could, I was like looking. I was like, what, what, what would you call this genre? And I re- tried to research it, and I couldn't really. There's like a hundred different subgenres of like weird, slow, hip hoppy techno. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, techno to me, because I'm fucking old. So. I just, I don't know my weird almost unlistenable rock genres because that's yeah. what it is because it's just so like it's it's like you turn jazz improvised jazz into rock and then it's like synth wave and like outrun is what i call them i guess but there's there's so many more other genres so are, tell me more genres that i don't know no those are the only that's two great. i know <laughs> <laughs> well there's no synth in it it's all oh. like actual electric guitar no oh, synth. Okay. Uh, yeah very um organic um Almost like analog. Well, I'm done with my beer. This is um, a very quick drink. So all this grungy garage rock. So uh, Tom Hiddleston is holed up in Detroit, and he just kind of hangs sitting. out there. And <laughs> exactly, he hangs out there, listens to his music, plays music. Um, Anton Yelkin is his, his human who like gets him stuff. Um, he gets him like basically like vintage or antique guitars because he's all about that um so he's like igor but he fetches like musical instruments yeah exactly okay um yeah exactly like that and uh basically tom hiddleston he wants he just he's just in love with his music now um but he wants to just be hidden away uh, he asks uh, Anton Yelkin to get him a wooden bullet because he's kind of just bored with life now. Um, his whole kind of state is that everything was better before. Um, he's kind of down on humans. Uh, he, they only call humans zombies, by the way. It's a nice little touch. Um, oh, so everyone... Yeah, okay, I see what's happening now. Took me a minute. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston's in this just like little existential funk, and he just wants to die because he doesn't think anything can ever get better. Huh. Uh, so he calls up his wife, which is uh, Tilda Swinton. She's hanging out in Tangier. She's a vampire wife? And she's, she's a vampire, too. Um, what, what's a vampire wedding like? <laughs> yeah, see, they, 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 they had a little picture of them in their little vampire wedding. Uh, another thing I should add is that 
they they wore wigs that were made of like a mix of human hair and yak hair so they look like weird like dirty glam rockers <laughs> well why would they wear zombie hair no 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 zombie hair <laughs> you just said the, human. no the actual Don't... wigs no no the the behind the scenes thing oh i thought like, they're they... not actually like the characters aren't wearing wigs the actors thought... are wearing wigs I thought the characters scout people in yaks yeah, and then yeah, made no. it. And there's like a scene of them sewing it together and shit. <laughs> no. Um, so Hiddleston calls up his wife and just kind of just like, meh. And she's kind of like, oh, you're going to kill yourself. And she's like, I'm flying to Detroit. And um, John Hurt is her friend over there. And he's kind of like, oh, he's going to suicidal again. She's like, yeah. He's like, all right. Um, like I said, nothing happens. Um, so she's flying over to Detroit. Um, how Hiddleston gets his his Does blood? Does she fly like he, a bat? Goes, no, they. She flies red eyes only. Her eyes turn red, and she flies overnight on Delta. I'm just gonna disrupt um, here real quick and, and apologize because I I thought my headphones were plugged in, and I thought everything was sounding weird. And I just plugged them in now, so it might you might be echoing the first ten minutes here. So my apologies. Go on, DJ. You sound much better now. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I can actually hear you now. So okay. that's good. Yeah, that's good. How do you always right, have so... like that problem? You went mute on us last time. No, I don't know. Like I, I, had, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have them plugged in know. far enough. They didn't go from far I'm enough. Just a to... big dumb buffoon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't plug in a fucking cord. I mean, it was... <laughs> I still love that he muted himself and then got glum that we weren't laughing at his jokes. He's like, I guess I'm not funny. And you know he was sitting there like, fucking assholes. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no what? No one wants to pick up when I'm laying down? Come on. This is gold right here. <laughs> <laughs> instead of thinking he made a mistake he just assumed we were just blatantly ignoring him um so Hiddleston so they, they don't feed on people anymore um and the blood is like drugs whenever they, they drink blood they get like high and uh, that, that, that was actually kind of cool so Hiddleston actually like sneaks into a hospital um pretending to be a doctor and he goes into like the blood part and uh Jeffrey Wright um you know the guy from the the guy from Westworld World, yeah Westworld so that's Mike, Mike's been watching through Westworld now and so Jeffrey Wright is in here um I saw and the he first two episodes with the blood. I think I saw the first three and then that, that was enough um <laughs> I don't know why that just derailed us, and it then really I burped. Did. Uh, Jeffrey Wright's great um, in it. I don't know. Maybe you wanted me to keep talking about Jeffrey. No, no, Wright. Jeffrey Wright's he's great awesome. in everything. Yeah. He's great in this. He has all of like two minutes of screen time, and he's great. I, I wish he was in my um, movie. Uh, so I wrote in here my notes that I really didn't like the music, but I did appreciate that it, it, it suited the movie just right. Um, I wrote that it's slow, sad, broken, chaotic. Mm. So, so there's the description of the the music. Did Trent um, Reznor do it? <laughs> no, I looked up the people. One of them, uh, Jim Jarmusch, the director, 
or Jarmish actually did some of the music himself. And then there's, so I didn't recognize the other people as being I, anybody because I don't watch these types of movies. I only know that director because he did an episode of The Simpsons where they were like talking about like those kind of fucking artsy fucking movies. Yeah, he does those like artsy kind of like just again offbeat. So it figures that Tilda Swinton's in it. I a minute ago said she's in a lot of offbeat movies, and that's all Jim Jarmusch does. Um, he actually he did Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai, the one that's on my list for my blog. I was like, oh boy, I don't. Now I'm slightly less excited to see that one, but just cause, <laughs> you know I'm not into these slow artsy movies. Um, so anyway, Tilda gets there, uh, to, to Hiddleston's place in De- Detroit. Um, and then they just kind of start hanging out. They, they go driving around. They, they, there's a scene where they, they drive by Jack White's house. They, they talk about Jack White. Um, and they mention how he's a seventh son, which was a little bit of trivia about Jack White. I didn't know until I watched this movie about two centuries old vampires just <laughs> Wait, hanging is, out trying to get through immortal life what does that mean he has seven brothers i don't know what that means he he's uh yeah he's a, he has well he has six he's the seventh oh. he's the seventh son wow that is interesting yeah his mom had a lot of kids did he ever have the sister um, <laughs> like from the white stripes yeah yeah so, he's a, yeah so he had well he had like stepsisters and stuff so i actually lost part of this movie because i started looking up like jack white's lineage <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't write any of it down i should have because i didn't think this would be such a, a hit <laughs> jack white's did, siblings did he actually um, appear in the movie or did they just talk about him no they they showed this rundown house in detroit that i assume was actually the house he grew up in because like jarmish i guess is, I mean, he's already there in detroit why you know fake jack white's old house right <laughs> i wish they went to like ted Wait. nugent's house and talked about him or somebody <laughs> his actual house where he lives now <laughs> <laughs> he comes out with a crossbow <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting my blood <laughs> not even if you send the car vampire after me actually I- <laughs> I think the car vampire would be what would get Ted Nugent. I think he'd be very vigilant against regular vampires, but then like some old muscle car vampire would sneak in and catch him. Well, would a vampire car be a Ford or a Chevy? It'd be a Chevy. I I don't know. Yeah. That's a a question we can ask ask nerds. (laughs) (laughs) I, I have a bicycle. Mine would be a bicycle. I would have a bicycle vampire. Yeah. <laughs> be like riding out for you blood. Just, you just stopped me dead. It would be a Ford or Chevy. Like, I don't know anything about fucking cars. I'm on a movie podcast. <laughs> it wasn't a fucking legit question. I asked which would be a fucking vampire vehicle. I'm not I expecting a real fucking question. answer. <laughs> I took it deep. I was like, oh no, Angus suddenly knows about cars and he's expecting me to be funny. I named the two biggest American brands. That's all I did. It'd be a Pontiac. Okay. Be a fucking Firebird. <laughs> I know a car. It's the Geo Metro. <laughs> <laughs> the Geo Metro would be like the, the little the vampire's familiar. <laughs> That's the You like the wannabe? Like, please turn me, master. 
Vroom, no. <laughs> vroom, vroom. I love that it talks too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the Not with the like vampire. <laughs> I love that our episode has degraded into me making vroom vroom noises <laughs> like I'm playing with my two year old still. <laughs> I hope they make another car sequel, but it's about vampire cars. <laughs> and we get we so just get vampire we get cars. I hope they do a whole Universal Monsters series of cars, like a Franken car. Yeah, invisible car. The but money then, car. Then, then there's also going to be, a, and it's a chariot. A black exploitation version too in a few years. Oh my god, black carula. I mean, Knight Rider. <laughs> Instead of from Germany, it's gonna be a guy from like South Central LA or something like that. Oh That'd be great. Vampire car from Compton. <laughs> I, I, want... <laughs> I, I want the convertible from the Black Lagoon. Oh my god. <laughs> what, would the, what would the event horizon be? It, it would have to have its own little little car would be a vehicle of some sort oh what would the actual event horizon ship be yeah it'd have to be big i was thinking of like a (laughs) yeah like a like a a stretch hummer oh yes stretch (laughs) hummer (laughs) that useless (laughs) fucking vehicle Now I'm trying to go through the whole cast. Like, what kind of car is Sam Neill? <laughs> <laughs> well, Captain would be a Cadillac, of course. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne's a Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I, beer, I think maybe there would be. Beer. He would be the, uh... beer. <laughs> I was thinking he'd be one of those little love bands or something like that. A little love van? Yeah, from like okay. the seventies. Why not just a regular why not just a regular bug? Yeah, okay. Oh, how about a new beetle? He'd be the new beetle oh, because he's upgraded. like small, but he's he's new, he's young. He is you young. know, he's you couldn't make him be a vintage car. Yeah. Alright. Alright. <laughs> I don't know we where this went. Does this count as our horizon uh, shift, or like can we skip it now? <laughs> yes. Um, so I write in here that the movie is quiet, like watching a Hangover, um, and that it's super bohemian. Um, like the vampires word. at one point uh, sip or lick on blood popsicles. The dog barking got me. Um, so Tom Hiddleston is like that. a. An artist and a, a really like good scientist. He made a electric generator, uh, or an electric generator that creates electricity from air. Um, so he's living off the grid because he can do that. Um, and again, he's just depressed because he thinks humans aren't like innovating anymore. He like thinks Tesla was great, but so is this movie just about like a suicidal vampire, pretty much. A suicidal existential vampire who kind of thinks like the glory days of art and science. Our, our past and we're in a waning period oh, okay. um but tilda kind of thinks like well you can still have fun and you know maybe it'll come back around again yeah. kind of yeah, I like so tilda. she's still there for having fun um tilda's sister shows up that's the actress i forgot to name uh and write down because i didn't recognize her because i'm awful um 
so Tilda at this point finds the gun, confronts Hiddleston, and then all the you know the the angst comes out. Um, it's kind of implied that really there might not be that many vampires left. Um, and then they have this moment where he keeps just being depressed and self obsessed, and then she's just like, "Yeah, what? You should dance." And so th- so they dance. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. that's the stupidest segue I've ever heard yeah um, so like so what kind of dance sister, oh just like a nice little dance like nothing special dance? but it, it was romantic it was romantic, romantic okay. no they did the safety oh. dance the macarena yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the, macarena. Hey. the fucking safety dance would have been great <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of sad depressed vampires safety dancing and a bunch <laughs> the of... safety dance <laughs> Weird fucking costumes. Yeah, and their yak hair. <laughs> um, so, so Tilda's sister shows up. Her name's Ava. Um, they show her feet. All right. Um, and they continue on with this like blood is a drug thing because she kind of just shows up because she's pretty sure Hiddleston has a lot of blood um, and like good blood because apparently there's a lot of bad blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out there that actually like kills the vampires because i guess people are just so corrupted now that our blood has even gone bad for them um and ava isn't like uh hiddleston and tilda are like um it's not stated uh but it was kind of intended that tilda is about two thousand years old and hiddleston is 600 years old at least according to imdb trivia um and they they act like they're old and they've seen it all and but ava still acts like just some (laughs) dumb 19 year old um so they go out to a bar with uh yelkin um and they kind of hang out and drunk and they're all wearing sunglasses except yelkin and then he puts on sunglasses to fit in and like ava thinks he's cute and like starts coming on to him and you know exact exactly where this is going um <laughs> So after she feeds on Yelkin and kills him back at their house, uh, Hiddleston and Tilda throw her out. Uh, and then they go and de- they destroy his body. Uh, they find like a pool of acid randomly in a parking garage. I Wait, guess. what? <laughs> There's just a pool yeah, well, of acid? It's Detroit. Okay. Um, you know what? That so... <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they decide to fly back to Tangier together um and then they 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 were expecting that john hurt would hook them up with some blood when they got back from their trip but he didn't so they're like fiending now because they need to eat and they're like dying and they're addicts and whatever i guess we're I mean, not addicts when you need to eat but it's you know their appetite um so finally they find john hurt and he's he's gotten some bad blood and so he dies because of it um and so Hiddleston and Tilda are just kind of hanging out in the streets of Tangier, just kind of expecting to die. And um, they watch this singer. They show her feet, and she's a really, really good singer. Um, and that kind of just they just have that moment where they, they watch her and they enjoy her, and then they, they go off, and then they're just kind of sitting against a, in an alley, dying. And then they see this young couple like making out, and they decide, ah, oh, you know what? This is so 15th century, but let's just go feed on them. And they they feed on them, and that that's the end of the movie. And it's kind of maybe what I, I, the way Wait, I kind of took it was that no. they, they turned this couple. I'm not ready. I just got into the movie. Like I, 
I was feeling it. Or was it a short film, in, boys? <laughs> no. That's like a solid 90 minutes. 100 yeah, minutes. We- we spent more time talking about the vampire cars and your, the length of your movie. So, well, I, so I mean, you weren't kidding when you said nothing happened. Oh, yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> they fucking got depressed, they danced, and then they fed on some bitches. No, just one of them got depressed, so he called up his wife and she said, oh, I'm going to come to Detroit. And then they just kind of existed. It should have been, she should have been like, they the fuck out of Detroit, and then the movie ended. <laughs> Get the fuck out of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> the movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. So does that mean I go now? It, it does. Yeah. All right. All right. I wasn't. Let me take a deep breath. I'm ready to go. All right. So my movie, as I think I've told a few, um, you guys is uh, a few people. A few people. A few people want to know. <laughs> Is, uh, oh, so you right. you it's tell people God. about the movies you're gonna watch for the podcast, yeah, but you like, don't tell right, people about the podcast. <laughs> people don't even listen. They're just like, well, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I read the movie." So the Mike movie... doesn't even know what he's talking about. He doesn't listen to this show. Nor do I even watch the movies. So it doesn't matter. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You always make it up, and you don't listen to the show. Why are you here? And then half the time you fucking mute yourself or unplug your headphones so you can't hear us. I just figured you guys need some time filler. You know, who wants a twenty hold... minute podcast or whatever? Come on. Also, he, he doesn't even show up for my movies. Like we released yeah. the old episode, he wasn't even there for the first part. <laughs> Fashionable late in the last episode like, uh, yeah, I'll get there when I get there boys <laughs> okay, so my movie is called Ganja and Haas I believe is the name how you say it you um, believe is the name Haas. you don't know what you watched well I don't know why I don't know how to say it they never said the name of the movie so uh, uh, I believe it's Haas because it has two A's um, oh my favorite part that I read before I uh, before I watched the movie was uh, some guy, some journalist named James Murray of the Amsterdam News hailed it as the most important black produced film since Sweet Sweetback's badass oh, song. No. <laughs> so I'm really yeah, sorry, I'm actually rolling in I, I was excited you were doing this movie because I, I was listening to a podcast um actually about an episode about black exploitation and that one came up as kind of like one of the the best that's like never seen because it's a little bit I guess I guess they said it was a little Here? bit different, but still, okay. like like the guy who came on, who's like their black exploitation expert, said it was one of his absolute favorites. Yeah, I, I how do you how do you get an expertise in it? How do you get what an expertise in black exploitation? Is like a, a diploma, in like in theater school or something like that. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, specifically um, black exploitation. He's probably black too. Just want to call that. He um, was a professor, um, something with like. Oh. Black exploitation. <laughs> his no, cur- something about his curriculum like, is like... four years long. <laughs> it was something about like black. <laughs> Not even really three and a half. Uh... <laughs> uh, something about black culture in popular media, something like that. So one of those like you know sense. kind of niche uh, college classes. But okay. so he was that was his his thing. So he was yeah, yeah. a certified expert. <laughs> All right. So, um, the film starts with, like, a, uh... Fuck off. What? What? It's talking to oh, I mean, okay. White Blackula. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Yeah, I'm Shuffle the expert. Off. I'm White Blackula. 
I have an expertise in this. I'm just going to call myself the black exploitation expert of the podcast. I I don't think you have a college class. Do you teach kids? You don't know what I do in my spare time. You have no rights. (laughs) You don't know me. Um, I will jump in to interrupt Mike yet again to say that this black exploitation expert said that Blackenstein is one of the worst movies ever made. (laughs) Clearly a man who knows what he's talking about there. (laughs) Um, so the film starts with uh, a <laughs> little. <laughs> the film starts with little note cards, uh, and they tell us that there was a man who was stabbed three times in the name of God. Wait, and then, like note cards? Like uh, they couldn't afford like no. on-screen titles, and they just showed a guy holding a note card. <laughs> there was no guy. It, it was. It looked like black note cards with white, with white writing, but like it was. It was oh, why they got to be black? I don't know. It was white writing. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and so the guy, he, after he got stabbed, he couldn't die, and then he thirsted for blood, so Hans the Vampire happened. But really, it was just a guy's assistant who was just a jerk and stabbed his boss with this, like, ancient Dirk, and it made him a vampire. So that's that's really what happened and how he became a vampire. Ancient Dirk Diggler. <laughs> He's, he sounds like an ancient jerk. <laughs> um, instead of jazz... We get gospel, so I'm very excited that I don't have to listen to okay. jazz this movie. Unfortunately, right. the the movie is uh, is is filmed on a three dollars shaky cam, so it makes me want to throw up. Also, so that <laughs> sucks. Shaky cam. <laughs> and uh, whoever the sound editor is really loves shoes because every step that's taken <laughs> is very much caught on the recording. Clump, 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 so everything clump, is shaky, clump. and lots of people walk around. Um, but fortunately, after like, <laughs> well, well, maybe their their footsteps are actually that heavy because they're really strong vampires that they were shaking the cameras. I just think it was those old seventies like heavy shoes. Everyone looked like they had really heavy shoes on. It was like clack 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 everywhere they went. Seventies heavy shoes. <laughs> when was this uh, movie made? Uh, nineteen ninety three. Go on, I am nineteen seventy three. So. Okay. Right, right I honestly thought it was a right. more recent movie. When uh, well, it up. that's because uh, Spike Lee uh, did a, like a shoot a scene for scene remake of it recently, um, which everyone hated. So it actually has a lower what? IMDb score than this movie. So huh. yeah. okay, well, he's yeah. he's also doing the Black Klansman remake. That's true. That looks awesome though. So I, I kind of want I kind of want to see that. Um, Anyway, that, that goes away. All this noise and, and shaky cam goes away after like 40 minutes, or at least the clappity clap does, so that's nice. Uh, and then so starts part one, which is named Victim. They have these little cool titles for parts of the movie. Uh, the narrator is a preacher and caddy who works for the aforementioned dead guy who you know can't die. Uh, the vampire. I mean, I don't know why I called him that. A preacher slash caddy? Yeah, so he does both. You know, he's, he's a hustler. He needs, <laughs> Those? He <laughs> okay, uh, I'm picturing oh. Mojo Nixon. I don't know why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Picture him except black. Absolutely. That's actually really solid. Oh, by the way, nobody really has a face or body in this movie. The camera is so bad, everyone kind of looks like a really dark or really light thumb. And so it's just a bunch of thumbs kind of walking around the screen. <laughs> uh, but just like the sound, it kind of gets better. It gets better. So they, they, they learn about camera and use it as well later. Um <laughs> Uh, so I can't really tell who's who yet, but you know because of the black thumb thing. But uh, <laughs> there is a, a black man with a very beautiful mustache who just got a job working for the do- the doctor, uh, the vampire. 
Uh, and he talks and acts and has the exact mannerisms of Jeff Goldblum. So he, he's telling this fucking stupid <laughs> story about it, like about how like the word cut and cunt sounds the same in Belgium. And uh, it's a really stupid story and really pisses off and bores the vampire guy. But he does it in Jeff Goldblum voice, and it's just fucking titillating to me. I fucking love it. I can't get enough of Jeff Goldblum. It's it's great. Like, uh, um, and then after he tells the stupid story, like the uh, the vampire lights his cigarette with a candle, and it's very suave. So like this whole movie, I mean, he's being very suave. Um, now I know how to be cool. I'm gonna yeah, light his it looks so cool. It made me want a cigarette, man. It was a really long candle too. So he had to. He could. He could like cool about it. He held it all cool. I definitely recommend it. Um, so Jeff Goldblum finally shuts the fuck up and falls asleep. <laughs> And, uh, and and immediately wait 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 I gotta get back from lighting a cigarette on a Bath and Body Works candle. <laughs> not not as suave, but okay. <laughs> uh, it's got three wicks. <laughs> um, and he immediately starts dreaming of Africa and Phantom of the Opera, like in the same dream. Like he has the masks and everything, okay. and then he sees like these African tribes dancing. It's very strange. And then these children sing the words Holy Christ over and over again, but like really slow and really fast. So everything's getting weird and nobody drinks blood yet. Um, so the next scene, like Jeff Goldblum wakes up and he's in a fucking tree and he's hanging out on the top of a tree next to a dangling noose. And then he starts talking about how crazy he is and stuff like that and how fucked up and drunk To himself? He is. No, no, uh, the doctor. Uh, yeah, to himself at first, but then the doctor, uh, the vampire comes out. And he's like, what are you fucking doing, guy? And uh, he's supposed to be the guy's assistant, but this guy is just fucking getting drunk and climbing trees and tying up nooses everywhere. Like, this guy's a fucking asshole. I like um, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the vampire is very polite about the whole thing, so he finally he gets him to get off the tree. And uh, and then the, Jeff Goldblum talks about how he, like, got suicide in his mind, and he wants to leave his wife and all that. And how he tried it once. He tried suicide, you know, like as if somebody recommended a restaurant to him. It's like, oh, hey, let's try the suicide <laughs> thing. It's great. Um, and then, uh, oh, and then this is the point where the camera starts to be a $2 camera instead of a $3 camera. Uh, for like It went minutes. down. I thought you said it, it got went, better. It, got, it gets better, but first we, we get the little divot. So it gets much oh, worse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen happens. Uh, Black Jeff Goldblum takes a bath and brushes his teeth with the bath water, and he fucking gargles that bath water, too. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, I think I've seen that in movies, too. Yeah, like, uh, who would do that? Yeah, he just fucking brushes his teeth, and he fucking puts his head underwater and goes, Wah! and then spits it out. <laughs> fucking awful. And he also bathes with, he also bathes with a gun, which is... Stupid! Like you don't bathe with a gun. The gun's the gun's, in the bath. Yeah, the gun's like where his dick is. Um, and then the most important thing happens next. Fucking jazz starts playing. No, we get jazz, dude. I know. No, jazz, jazz and gospel now play the whole rest of the movie. It ruins the whole fucking movie. Um, <laughs> and then he shoots himself in the head. That's how much he hates jazz. So I uh, so just hold him <laughs> in his head now. Um, and he did some okay. weird like he pointed the gun at his head it was like no 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 and then he pointed the gun at his chest it was like oh no and then he just shot himself so wait who kills himself after brushing their teeth I mean I guess he didn't I don't know maybe he didn't want that breath you know like, is, that goes to the afterlife with you well, I mean, he took the whole, bad breath 
He took a whole pab. You know, you know, he just wanted to clean himself, like a, like a. He like drank a, a whole pabst. <laughs> no, he was drinking. Is that all what day. he said? Yeah, he was drinking a while. So. Oh, um, so there's pabst in this movie? There is no pabst. I didn't. I didn't say that word. So. I thought you said that word. Anyway, go. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, now we go from the most disgusting thing to the most sensual thing in the movie. Uh, naked vampire, naked vampire Doctor Green starts like get on, gets on the ground and like drinks the blood of dead black naked Jeff Goldblum on the bathroom floor. Uh, Doctor, <laughs> and it's, he's just this is really sensual jazz starts playing and he's just like, <laughs> wait. You just said the most sensual thing is a man drinking man's blood? I mean, in the movie, like, they started playing sensual music, and, you know, it was sensual. But That's what it was. That's he, just... he drinks it. <laughs> yeah, he wants blood. He's a fucking vampire. From um, his body or from the floor? Oh, from the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts licking it up on the oh. floor like a cat. Yeah, he does. He kind of nibbles at his neck a little bit, too. But he mostly gets it from the, from the floor. Uh, so part two. like you really liked it. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a good that's scene. fucking that's fucking weird. So, what do you mean? You would weird? love uh, Guillermo del Toro's Kronos. An old man licks blood off the floor in that one. <laughs> Just, you'd be so happy, and it has you know really good music too. I mean, I don't. This is I think the first time I've ever seen this, so I don't know if I want to see more blood blapping. Like, you know, maybe. I mean, you've been genre. talking about it for a while now. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to part two, which is titled no, I like Survival. It. I like uh, the whole idea of a genre of old men licking blood <laughs> as a thing. Essentially. Like, <laughs> yeah, essentially. Uh, well, these guys are like in their 30s, so I wouldn't call them old men. You know, they're, they're, oh, well, they're to be fair, in Kronos, it wasn't, it wasn't very sensual, except for the sensuality of need. <laughs> yeah, he knows me. That's good. <laughs> uh, so, so part two starts with a very happy montage. Uh, montage. Montage. Uh, montage. Oh, God. Let's move on. Uh, so how do you... <laughs> you have like a... You keep saying that. How do you say it? Mon- montage, right? Yeah. No, I don't care. I just care that you keep having to move on. You're like, well, no, I don't find men licking blood off the ground attractive. Let's move on to part two. Oh, I can't talk. Let's move on. <laughs> I love that Mike has like a northeastern accent sometimes when he was from Poland. <laughs> but he talks like he's from Wisconsin every now and then. Mantash. It's when I talk too much. It just it just comes out of my mouth. I get nervous. My mouth gets dry, and I'm from the northeast all of a sudden. I really love that mantash. <laughs> what the hell that was? I can't even. I can't do Mike. So the happy music plays. And it shows Dr. Green, the vampire, stealing blood from various places. And he does so by, like, making small explosives to, like, he gets his, like, checkup done. And <laughs> this sounds badass! Yeah, he blows, like, he, then he, like, everyone leaves and he kind of, he throws a bomb in the trash. And everyone's like, oh, no, let's get away! And then, and then he just goes to, to the fridge and steals everyone's blood. And he also has a very cool satchel, satchel too, so. Um, <laughs> he... He's not a yeah. vampire, he's a domestic terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to feed the needs, you know. Um, we soon learn that he also, has a, uh, need. <laughs> he also has a uh, son named Rico who doesn't live with him, which I was about to laugh about. <laughs> Rico saw it. But, it. but it turns out that he's actually in boarding school in France, uh, and it makes me an asshole, you know. We all cares. knew where that was going. <laughs> um, I was just about to yell the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So next, after all that, after he made a song, they talk in French for like five minutes with no subtitles for some reason. 
Um, we, we never see the sun think, again, so it doesn't matter if he has one. It's just his name. I mean, you're just so technologically inept. You probably just forgot to turn on subtitles or turn them <laughs> off, or you just broke whatever you were watching. You broke. That's that's maybe possible, actually. I didn't watch it on Amazon, <laughs> yeah. but Amazon usually like auto auto does it, so maybe not. Um, so he sat on the it. remote and it changed the audio track. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he just shifted his ass cheek and went back to English. Either way, I don't. I've never. I never hear from Rico again. So he's got a cool name. Um, next, we meet a, a pimp who wears all purple, and he uh, he's talking with That's his hoe good. that isn't making him enough money. Um, well, luckily for them, uh, the va- our vampire Doctor Green comes in, and I guess uh, he wants some because they him and the lady they go into a room. And they start dancing too, actually, which is just like your movie, except the uh, the purple pimp uh, like stabs Doctor Green in the back, which uh, oh, which no. makes yeah makes Doctor Green very angry, and he kills them both, and he obviously drinks their blood. Uh, and the whole every time something weird happens, all those kids start singing "Holy Christ" in a very weird way all the time. Um, and then I guess I, I can't tell if Doctor Green is hurt or he's just like trippy, but he also starts hallucinating about being the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, and I don't know if there's any meaning about all this, except everyone's the sad vampires, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess Buffer's vampires are sad because my guy's always kind of just like sad every time he kills and eats somebody. So um, then we go to part three, which is called Letting Go. Uh, and just I want uh, the this film is like surprisingly not boring. It has a very good pace. There's no stupid like bullshit lingering shots or anything like that. It's just it just goes. It has a good pace. Um, so Black Jeff Goldblum's wife calls and she's angry that her husband is gone. And for some reason, like she comes and stays with Dr. Green and, uh, then the, the film, and this isn't my fault. I promise the film loses its recording equipment for a good five minutes. And I, there, there's no, there's no dialogue, even though everyone's lips are moving. Uh, and I can still hear, um, clearly hear the sound. Um, I, I'm going to have to listen to my, that episode of the podcast I was talking about. I, I feel like I've confused my movies. They must have been talking about something else because it sounds horrible. <laughs> it's weird. Hmm. Um, anyway, so they, they, they talk and they're, they're going to have sex and sexy jazz starts playing and all that, that kind of stuff again. Um, so, yeah, well, yeah, they, they do end up having sex like the same day. And like the next morning, like she's so into him that like she starts like licking and sucking off a flower while they're eating breakfast and very like a really strange scene where she like licks a flower for three minutes. So I just had to talk about it. I thought it was really cool. Uh, then is nothing it essential happens. as licking the blood. It's more essential. Cause you know, she's a chick and, and I like that. Oh, so, so you like that more. Okay. I, I like the women and the All flowers right. a little bit. Sure. More. You uh, do. <laughs> uh, then nothing happens for a good long while, which is good. Cause I got tired of the movie for a little bit. Cause you know, it's from the seventies. So, um so jazz jazz plays again and like they get, star wars and they get married even though nobody like tells us why uh she tells a story about her mother being like bad to her and then like the next scene is just like them getting married so it's nice for them and we see another montage of, of them getting married um so the the children start like doing anyway the whole movie is like they, the children keep you know holy christ they keep doing that and they, the, the, the rest of the movie is just them basically like having sex and killing people for blood and uh another disgusting thing happens and like at, at one point like they have sex and she worships his feet and i don't like it 
And that, that's a whole, <laughs> that's, that's a whole like, four minutes of like, nope, fuck. nope, yes. nope, it ain't right, it ain't right. <laughs> I didn't like it. Don't like it. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, but at one point, there, like, it's like an eight minute sex scene. It's really, it's, it's a good sex scene, except that part ruins eight it. Eight minutes. It's a, yeah, that's like, a it's, porn video. It, I mean, there was some softcore porn throughout the, throughout the whole movie. Oh, okay. Um, and it basically Eight minutes. It's it's a long sex scene, yeah. And like the start of it, you know, they like, you know, whatever they do. Anyway, that's uh, just a, that's a, that's too long. <laughs> it's it's a bit long. Who can last eight minutes? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so the movie starts wrapping itself up um, because the the vampire Doctor Green just talks about how cold he is all the time. And his now oh, vampire so wife cool. is like, why don't you do something about it? And he's like, oh, I can do something about it. And so he, he gets baptized. No, he gets baptized. <laughs> him, a vampire, his caddy baptizes him, uh, which sucks because it takes 15 minutes of this like southern black church of them singing and him being baptized. And it sucks. <laughs> um, How long is this movie? An hour and 52 minutes. Holy An hour and 52. Yeah. And, and 15, 30 15, minutes of it is one sex scene and a baptism. Well, eight minutes. And yeah, the, bapti- the baptism well, is Well, eight and 16, part. so I'll yeah. 24. Um, so it's weird that he gets baptized because he just kills people. But I guess the baptism makes him sad uh, because he does commit suicide. He commits suicide by look by looking like at a cross and then lying on the floor and then dying. And that's pretty much the end of the movie, except one, one more quick part, like the ambulance comes. And the ambulance guys are, like, kind of nervous about being in a movie. So, like, one guy stutters, like, twice. And, uh, and he asks, like, so is, uh, is this guy dead? And the wife's like, yep, he's the dead one. And they're like, okay. And then they take him away. <laughs> and the movie ends. Yeah, that's my movie. So it was real paramedics? Like... Uh, I mean, like, like in the movie <laughs> sense, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, you made it sound like they were confused about, like, they just showed up on set and were like, oh. Oh, no, they were just bad actors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, they were just terrible actors. They were nervous about being in a movie. <laughs> okay, I thought they I just mean, found the real ones and confused them. Like, hey, you guys be in a movie. It's the 70s, so who knows? <laughs> I mean, overall, well, it might have sounded a little boring, experience. but, like, I really, I did really enjoy the movie, so. Sure didn't sound like it. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess it's time for my movie. Um, I just went out and got another beer, but the thing is, like, I kind of switched it up this time. What I wanted to do is I wanted to drink oh, this too. during your guys's movie, um, <laughs> because I wanted to be fucked up by the time I did mine. So now I'm gonna have to chug it beforehand. <laughs> okay. Oh god, um, he's gonna throw up! Oh my god, he's gonna fucking throw up again! <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the funny thing is, looking at it, I might because <laughs> oh my god, oh, I'm like getting all twitchy, and overexcited. <laughs> what is it? I'm, I'm gonna excited. scratch myself. I, well, since I'm now in Texas, and you know the fucking goofy ass saying, everything's bigger. Well, oh. they have forties here. Oh shit! We don't have forties down in Florida, but not only that, this one goes up to forty-two ounces. Oh, shit. oh my god, I hope you got a 42 of, like, Clamato. Oh, no, no, no. It's so much worse. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a one of those locos? What is it? No. 
It's a 42-ounce steel reserve. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. 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 I thought we were going to say something fun like Old English at least or something. No, I like Old oh. English. Yeah, I do too. Oh, God. I despise steel oh. reserve. Before, the... before you go fucking throwing up and shit and become incomprehensible, I'd just like to say that I did switch my beer up as well, and I think okay. Angus would be proud of me. I'm drinking Coors Light to round out the episode. Oh. I do love a Coors. <clears throat> All right, well, time to open this thing. Oh, God. I'm going to hate this. Um, somebody talk because I'm going to go for the longest chug I can possibly do. So I'm drinking a Coors Light. Um, it is born in the Rockies. You can tell that it's cold by the color of the mountains um, on the label. Um, this is a 12-ounce beer. That's 355 milliliters for our <laughs> European listeners. Um, oh, fuck. It's from Coors Brewing Company in uh, Golden, Colorado. Um, it is 4.2% alcohol by volume. Um, it doesn't smell like much. Mostly it smells like last night's party. And Oh, God. Um, I like that you're explaining. They say, <laughs> one of the they most say popular you can taste beers. the Rockies, and I assume that you know the Rockies taste like dirt. So, yeah, appropriate. I'm drinking um, water because I can't is, sleep without, without How is drink. your steel reserve? <laughs> you can't sleep. I got about a fourth of the way through. Yeah, yourself, <laughs> friend. We have, we have 30 more minutes Fuck to go hey. or so. Yeah, but I'm going to have to talk And you got to talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the problem. So I got to like have long chugs. Like, you guys are riffing. I'm going to try to chug. Oh, we're done um, riffing, so uh, let's, let's go. Well, I meant like when I talk because oh, my yeah, movie yeah, yeah. is I fucking funny and terrible. <laughs> I love it. Tell us. What's the name of it? Well, I wanted to I go back to what TJ said. No. TJ said his bottle has the cold thing. So does mine. I actually lied because I got cans. Oh, son of a bitch. Stop me for time because like it sounded like you needed it. <laughs> I did. I needed a lot of it. Oh, Mike's drinking water. I should add that I am drinking out of a Pilsner, which on the side of the glass says, save water, drink beer. I'm drinking out of a giant pint glass that TJ got me for Christmas six years ago or so. Oh. Actually, I think 10 oh. years ago now. <laughs> Jesus, that's a Wait. far jump. A pint? Like a mug? Yeah, the thing with my name that used to have Mihao on it. Yeah, I got you that at my wedding. I think I got yeah, Angus one wedding too. gift. I, I still oh, have it. Yeah, cool. excuse me. I got it. I got white Blackula one too, but it says Angus <laughs> on it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recent name change. So I got to get a new driver's license. I'm going to ask if they can put that on it. <laughs> okay, so my movie. Wow. Yeah. The reason I picked All what right. I did... Does your movie have a montage? Uh, no montages. None. Montage. <laughs> montage. <laughs> what the fuck was that even? Who the fuck is going to laugh at this? No, it's stupid. Like, this is... <laughs> this episode is really... Dumb. Yeah. So as long as we laugh, the comedy is going to just go out there to the public it'll be okay yeah i don't have an infectious laugh when i laugh people want to not laugh that's true i do agree with that <laughs> yeah it's too a little too maniacal you know what's funny is i knew this episode was going to suck all right fuck it 
I picked this movie because I had a coworker that was telling me to watch this movie for like fucking six months, and I avoided it at all costs. Cause was it, it the coworker it. who read the rape book? No, but it's her <laughs> boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, um, dating at work. That's 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 trouble. Well, good yeah. luck to y'all. <laughs> Best of luck to you. They might hear this, so I'm sure they appreciate <laughs> your worries about their relationship. <laughs> I don't uh, really care, but best of luck. No. <laughs> so you told me I that don't even all... know their name. It's just like my dog doesn't know my name. Oh shit! Sorry. So I'll stop. Go. <laughs> trying to go. Uh, so the movie he's telling me to watch is an awful movie called Dracula Three Thousand, and I confused it for the Dracula 2000 series, the one that like Wes Craven produced in like the early 2000s. There's a Dracula 2000 and a Dracula 3000. Yeah, the Dracula 2000s were produced by Wes Craven. I think the first one was in like fucking 99 maybe. And then they did like like two sequels that were like – all these movies were direct to fucking DVD at the time. But but so, so he produced those before he died. Yeah, like, well, at least the first one, and then just, they just ran with it, because they, (laughs) I think it was Dimension Films, so you know they just ran every fucking thing they had into the ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so, my movie's Dracula 3000, which is just fucking low-budget bullshit. I tried looking up the director to see if he did anything else. I've never heard of any of it. Um, Is Ron Jeremy in this movie? No. No. Okay. There's some famous people in it. Well, there's some people in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just going to get into it. So we get our title sequence, right? And it's just weird blood drips. And the blood drips are just moving with awful music. Like they're kind of dancing. And then it starts doing like the actual credit sequence with everybody's names. And it's so bad. This movie was made in 2004. And whoa. what it does, what? That, two thousand, oh, whoa, two thousand four. Um, and what it does is, with every credit name, it makes a whoosh sound for them when it shows up on the screen. <laughs> I and love this movie so far. And it, <laughs> honestly, I love that too. That's one of my favorite things. It goes because it's so like fucking eighties cheesy like space film. It's just like whoosh. This guy. <laughs> and then it whooshes back away. Um, so after that, the movie begins, and it's security footage of... Uh, I'm going to feel like a fucking asshole for not knowing how to pronounce his name, but Udo Kier? That's how I would say it. Is that it? Is that how you say it? I mean, I've never looked up the correct pronunciation, but that's how I've always pronounced it in my head. That's what I always thought it was, so I'm just going to go with it. If it's not somebody t- – oh, my God. I just realized his last name is my name but mixed up. Ha! <laughs> That's pretty fucking weird. And I, okay. I'd say Udo Kier is a famous person. Like, I yeah, say no. He's he, a person. He's somebody to have in your movie. Well, like one of his number one credits is another fucking vampire movie, Blade Two. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So – all right, security footage of him begins, and it's him praying to God with a giant cross in his hand. 
and there's a self-destruct warning going off, right? Wait, so security footage of God? No, security footage of <laughs> Udo Kier going like, oh, wait, 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 wait. for we, my life. Are we like in space or something? Or like, oh, is it like yes. Yes. to God. Well, yes. he's, he's in a spaceship. Oh, but yeah. like oh. the thing about like his parts in the movie is they got him this just like he doesn't do anything in the movie. They got him just to stand in front of a green screen and then produce oh, a green no. background around him <laughs> with like lights flashing. <laughs> so that's his entire role in the movie. And he shows up. Oh, my God. My cat is destroying the door. <laughs> my cat is trying to break the fucking door down. I thought that was a noodle cure line. Oh, oh, he's praying to God. My cat's trying to break the door down. Help me! <laughs> the movie's about evil cats. Ah! <laughs> oh god damn it! So the movie actually begins. There's and our it next gives... theme: evil cats. Oh man, Don't that's actually a good one. That is good. There's plenty of them. So, the movie like begins... Which ones? Uninvited <laughs> Cat People, Cat People 2, and then the Cat People remake. What about the Black Cat? Oh, yeah. I just watched that and didn't even think yeah, of it. Yeah, I, was, I like, thought that would be the first one. In one ear and one out the other. I literally threw you that softball. I know, and I totally missed it. That was a chance to plug my blog. Let's move on. Plug your blog. <laughs> That's this is not the time or the place. Oh god damn it, I wanted you. Go to TJ's blog. Uh TJ's so... blog. <laughs> this is bringing more attention to it. You should have just said the name of it and we would have been fine. It's a long link cuz I don't have, I can't pay yet for Oh, now this is just dead. Now we're just dead. <laughs> This is so fucking Fuck cringy it. now. All right. <laughs> I like TJ's blog. It is. It's a good blog. Like I'm just going to explain. WordPress.ribcageremembers.com. It's not that long. All right. All right. It's all right. My movie begins like without him talking, and um, we're still in the credits. God damn it! I haven't made it out. Uh, they give bios of everybody that's on the ship, right? But it um, shows their bios like a fucking video game, and you're picking out a fighter. And it's like, Ooh. this person, blah, blah, right. blah, they do this and that, and they come from here. So, I like one of the, that. the main guy of the ship, the captain, is Rico from Starship Troopers. Rico nice. Suave. <laughs> so, he's the main guy from Starship Troopers. But Rico, like Casper Van Diem? Yes. I don't know. Okay, okay. I don't remember names of characters from that movie, so, okay. I didn't know how to say his last name, so I was only remembering as Rico. And I don't even remember if that's really his name in it. The movie has a lot of cool actors. What the hell? Oh, there's even cooler ones coming. Trust me. So, there's an explanation of their mission, and it's to stop a, like, rogue spaceship that's just flying through space. Um... Intros them. There's more Udo. Um, the spaceships look fucking terrible. Um, the, our heroes, they board that other ship. And there's some chick exploring it. 
and there's something like fast running around and it's like she's terrified she's like what is that and it just keeps running and all of a sudden something it's grabs running. her <laughs> it's actually funnier um something grabs her right and just starts choking her and it turns out it's debo from friday <laughs> <laughs> Which is How is he so fast? He's like six foot ten. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. He's the biggest fucking man in the world, and he's well, just running across the shit. around. Like, <laughs> like from one corner to the next, and fucking giant ass Debo, and it, like your movie with the footsteps. That's what should have been happening. <laughs> 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 but no, he's like fucking feathers on his feet just running across. <laughs> like... well, Stealthy Debo. <laughs> Stealthy Debo. <laughs> Dude, they need to make a movie where Debo's a ninja. <laughs> like a ninja assassin. He just like the Beverly Hills ninja, but just Debo ninja. <laughs> All right, so they they convince each other that they can take their helmets off to, like, see if the air is good. And then when they do it, Debo just starts choking. And he's like, oh, my God. And the, the chick is freaking the fuck out. So, like, she's like, she's oh like, God, like, are you okay? Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she gets down and she's like... Debo, Debo, are you okay? And then, like, he just starts making out with her, like, without her Debo, permission. You okay? Debo, you okay? Debo, you okay? <laughs> that's a great song. You can't yeah, make just... out with a woman you just choked. That's illegal. That, that's the thing. He choked her, pretended he choked, and then just started making out with her without her permission. Wow. And she was upset. She was like, well, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> like, you Hashtag can't Debo, do that. too. <laughs> do you... Do you guys remember in, like, middle school, did they ever do this in yours where, like, people would, like, steal your shit and just go, Debo'd? Yeah, I hated that. Oh, yeah. 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 They they all did that. Like In the movie? I lost so many no, pencils. No. Oh. Yeah, that's it. It was always pencils. Oh, fucking yeah. pencils. Fucking Debo. <laughs> that fucking that was... movie. <laughs> but what this movie got me thinking was he just, like, sexually assaulted this woman I wonder if anybody ever, like, just raped a woman and, like, I deboed your virginity. <laughs> that was too far. Um. We're, back to, we're back to Hudo Kier. He's just talking. So now we see a bong being smoked out of, and it pans out, and it reveals it's Coolio. You're just <laughs> that telling us. Up. You're just like telling us Event Horizon with more black people in it. <laughs> like who will they believe? Okay, Udo Kier. Okay, now Debo Coolio. <laughs> this sounds like me making up a movie. I don't believe this. <laughs> All right, so the doctor is Michael Clark Duncan. (laughs) 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 You were just recasting Event Horizon with black people of the 90s. I'm kidding, it wasn't. The the doctor is... (laughs) I just thought that'd be funny, another just 
big black man. All right, it's it's a guy like some white dude in a wheelchair. I don't know who Bing the fuck Rames. he is. Bing Rames. Bing Rames. <laughs> and then this guy comes out. He's the captain. He talks about everybody being fools. And he had like a lot of gold chains on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Angus can't drink eight steel reserves for episodes anymore. This is getting stupid. <laughs> I had one. What? I had one forty-two ounce beer. I'm fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're the one who's laughing. I'm trying to yeah, get you're on. Right. You're you're let me. Oh, don't turn this around on me. <laughs> I'm drinking Cora's Light. And you obviously can't handle it. Oh, no. Go back to your tea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Doctor. Handicap. Wheelchair. So the next thing I wrote was, I was falling asleep. And then I fell asleep. (laughs) And And woke me up. No, me. I I physically fell asleep watching the movie. You watched the movie like and, four hours ago. What the hell? No, no, no. This was last yeah. night. I started. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then I fell asleep. But what woke me up was um, Coolio yelling, Hey, guys! And everybody <laughs> was in the same room with him, but he yelled it like like they were like fucking six rooms away. That was cool. And, was my movie. <laughs> there was a, like a brown skeleton thing that looked like a Halloween prop from Big Lots just sitting there. And it had, like, long, weird gray hair, and I think it's Udo Kier. And it was, like, holding, like, a metal cross, and Coolio says, Hey, that's a plus sign. This guy must have been really into mathematics. Because <laughs> okay. it turns out... Well, he, was, he wasn't really making a joke, because apparently crosses were banned over 200 years ago. And most of the people on the crew never even heard of God. Like, they don't even know what that is. Like, they don't understand religion. a weirdly interesting concept for such a shitty movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought that it was very interesting, but then this ruined it. They followed it up with a Leatherface joke. (laughs) So, they're they're aware a thousand years in the future of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but not the Bible or God. I mean, I guess just Texas Chainsaw had more sequels to keep it. They really do need to make the Bible, too. It'd be huge. (laughs) Uh, So they find this that ship, right? And they want to bring it back to Earth because apparently it's worth like 15 million credits because everything's credits in the future always. And Coolio, he, he only just wants to spend it on weed. Like, that's his thing. He's going to spend $15 million on weed. Um, all of a sudden, the ship starts taking over their controls. And they they go out and do, like, a little search. And Coolio and Debo find just a room full of coffins. And Coolio is like, you know, they used to smuggle drugs in these. So he started, like, breaking them open. Because <laughs> he thought there was going to be drugs. And when he's doing it, he cuts his hand. And, like, there's just sand in all of them. And he's like, oh, man, it's just sand. Who gives a shit about sand? And Debo's is like, well, why don't you just snort it then since you're so obsessed? And he's like, man. I was actually going to say, yeah, just yeah. snort it. Just try it out. You don't know. 
Well, he didn't. And then, like, he bleeds on the sand, and then, of course, the sand starts moving. Um, was it, it coarse and rough, and did it get everywhere? It was just, like, a couple drops, and it just kind of rumbled a bit, like, for, like, two seconds. Because it it's obvious it's fucking dust. It's fucking vampire dust. Uh-huh, okay. Um, Casper Van Diem, he finds a room with a bunch of co- crosses, and then all of a sudden a video of... Udo Kier plays again, and, like, every time he goes into a room, like, a video of him starts playing from, like, years ago, I guess, and then he starts talking about Transylvania, and then you just hear Coolio yell, and then they come out, and his, like, bone is sticking out of his leg, so they taught, they put him on the, 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 the pool table, and the wheelchair doctor finds, like, bite marks in his neck. And then just all of a sudden, Coolio jumps up, and he's a vampire now. And he's got, like, these <laughs> awful red contacts, like the kind I wore in high school. <laughs> and Coolio's got his hair all done up, like, in dreads and stuff sticking up. And just the big red eyes was pretty funny. And then he just beats everybody up. And then the girl, you like, the one... Yeah, well, yeah, Debo was there, and he, like, kicked him. Oh. Um, and then the girl shows up, like, the hot blonde chick to save them, and then Coolio, like, just goes on this, like, little speech about how, like, he ejaculated to her every single night. Okay. And he even used the term ejaculated, and it was just really awkward. So then he's, like, just sitting there, like... I thought you like, might sh- save that for a selling point. Coolio says the word ejaculated. <laughs> it is. It, it was kind of funny. I should have saved that. Um... But she's sitting there holding the gun to him, and then he starts, like, going into a one. I'm going to kill all you till you're done. (laughs) And then, like, they're going back and forth having, like, a mini fucking rap battle. Like, but with numbers, like, going, (laughs) it's so fucking bad. Uh, She shoots him, nothing happens. Then, like, fucking, he's running around, and then the actual King Dracula is there. And he tells Coolio to go kill everybody. And then um, King Dracula finds the hot blonde girl, and then it looks like he's going to bite her, right? And then, like, there's this ugly girl that's on the ship, and then Coolio just attacks her in front of the crippled guy, and he's all scared because he can't do anything. Uh, I'm getting through this quick. Uh, Rico and um, Debo find that hot blonde chick, and she tells him about the vampire Orlock, who's, like, the main vampire. And... Then Debo, oh, it's Orlock and Dracula team up. Well, no, it's Orlock. It's not Dracula. He, he is Dracula, oh, okay. but he goes by Orlock. So wait, were they all space okay. dust and they became vampires? Like, well, he's the only one. He's the only one that came back. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Like the whole thing, all of them were filled with like the fucking dust, but Orlock was the only one to come back, and then he turned because um, Coolio's blood resurrected him, and then. He turned Coolio into a vampire. But the funny thing is, when she's telling them about, like, the origin story of Orlok, um, Debo goes on and says, Blood sucking, that's white people shit. <laughs> Which is, I love that line. Has he ever heard of Blackula? <laughs> I guess not. Leatherface, he should know about Blackula. Oh, again, you know, it's the sequels. Well, he, Blackula had a sequel. Oh. So he so. he knows he should know Blackula. He really should. Uh, 
and they suspect now that she's a vampire because they're like, well, why would you know all this? Why would he tell you about this and not kill you? And she's like, I'm not a vampire. And then they check her neck. She doesn't have them, but they still don't trust her, so they tie her up. The doctor is with um, Starship Troopers, Rico, and they're looking up vampires on the internet up there, (laughs) but their internet is just like fucking... Even in 2004, like, for some reason, the best internet they had was, like, MS-DOS, like, just typings. <laughs> it was really fucking strange. But um, it turns out the reason Orlock is there is to kill Rico from Starship Troopers because it turns out his name, he is Abraham Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> He is the great, 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 great grandson of Van Helsing. That's amazing. <laughs> and one thing I want to bring up is he's dressed like um, Hawkeye from the Avengers. It's <laughs> just like, like the cutoff sleeves and stuff. He looks just like him, but like less built. Like for some reason, he looks really thin and like kind of like weak. <laughs> Like, he was trying to show off muscles, but he had none. <laughs> I'm just picturing myself dressed as Hawkeye. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so during this time, the girl's begging for Debo to untie And he's like, nah, I ain't falling for that shit. And all this. It goes on for like five minutes of him just refusing. She's like, oh, come on, you can strip me yourself and see and... All this, he's like, I don't trust it. She's like, but you get to see me naked. You you win either way. He's like, nope. So there's like banging on the door, and it's Coolio saying he's good again. And then Devo's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess you're good again. And then just let him in. <laughs> like he trusted the man that he beat him up, saw him as a vampire. But he didn't trust the woman who gave them all the information about the guy that's trying to kill them. Because um, Coolio played the brother card on him. And then when Coolio, when Coolio jumped in, he said, can't believe you fell for the the brother card. You know how many black men oh, died that God. way? <laughs> <laughs> so Rico comes, well, Van Helsing comes in and starts shooting him. And then Coolio is just being funny. And, like, he's actually really funny in this. Like, he's the best part of the movie. And I never thought I'd hear anyone say Coolio was the best Coolio part of the is movie. 100% the best part of the movie. Like, he, he's worth it. That was actually one of my selling points. I saved it, but now I just spoiled it. Debo stabs him with a pool cue, and he's dead. And then the hot blonde chick admits that she's NWC. I forgot what it stood for. But basically, she's a robot cop, and she's been tracking them for years. <laughs> and, that's, and that's why the vampire didn't bite her, was because she's a robot. Oh, fuck. Basically, she's a robot cop. Yeah, and then uh, Debo was just like, oh, man, she's a narc. I don't trust her even more than being a vampire. Like, he trusts the, the narc cops less than vampires. Not much has changed in 3,000 years. (laughs) I'll fuck with a vampire, but put a cop in front of me? Hell nah. (laughs) 
So at this point, I had to take a poop, so I went and pooped. <laughs> and I and yeah, like Mike said earlier, I was doing this movie today because I haven't had the time to watch it because of the move and everything. So I finished um, like five minutes after we were supposed to start recording. But so I didn't. So I didn't stop the movie. I just pooped, and then when I came back, um, they were just opening up coffins. And then they found the ugly girl in, like, one of the coffins, and they just stab her with the pool cue. <laughs> uh, so now Van Helsing, Abraham Van Helsing and Dracula are fighting. And Dracula said that he's been waiting there for centuries knowing he would show up. Like, so he waited on this ship for centuries so he could kill the bloodline of the Van Helsings. So- but see the future but not only that that makes no sense but the point is he could only see this one van helsing like he couldn't see any of the others from like fucking 1800 to fucking 3000 he could only see this one and just wait until this one to kill I don't know where the other Van Helsings are, but I know Rico Van Helsing will be here I'll I'll wait I don't want to miss my chance but the thing is, he's already had, like, experience in the military in space. Like, he'd be the hardest to kill up there. <laughs> Just take your chances with one of the other ones. Yeah. All right, so I'm just... I yelled in my notes, makes no sense. Um, <laughs> by this time, we were supposed to be recording, but I had to go find my microphone because I had no idea where I packed it. Mm. Um, and I come back, and Dracula is promising to help the cripple guy walk again. But then... Dracula hears a noise and just runs away and leaves the guy sad because the the doctor was like reaching out to him like please help me, and then Dracula just went bye and left. <laughs> <laughs> also, like and now Rico is a vampire. I don't know how that happened. And Debo kills him. Uh, they they the, him and the blonde robot are running. Debo and the robot are running through the ship. They find the doctor, they're like, hey, doc, doc, we gotta get out of here. And then he turns around, he's, like, just spazzing out as a vampire in his wheelchair, so they just start stabbing the shit out of him. Um, Dracula's running after them, and he chases them to a door, like, with a, like, kind of like a safe door. And, like, his arm goes through, and then they just, like, his arm gets stuck, and then they cut it off. Like in the door, and it just falls, and he's just like for like like thirty seconds going ah, looking at his bloody stub. Um. So then I went to go get my beers, so I'd be ready for the show. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time I come back, the camera is just zooming out backwards throughout the ship, and then it like stops right in the coffin room, and then Yudo Kier is on screen again, like through the security footage and it says he realizes what he must do to like stop the ship from reaching earth and the ship just blows up but halfway through the explosion it pauses and then the credits just start rolling with the half explosion in the background so he knew he had to blow up the ship so he set a program to wait until people showed up at it to blow it up yes apparently I didn't get it either. I don't know why that oh, was when oh, he said it. Oh. It made no sense. 
Well, that's Dracula 3000 for you. Somebody wrote that and said, yep, that's it. Oh, my God, dude. Perfect. Get to filming. There were so many like plot holes that just didn't make any sense. The movie like was a plot hole that didn't make sense. I don't know. Fuck I think it. you got to Let's watch go to Coolio. A... Who doesn't like Coolio? Yeah, Coolio was there, so, and Debo. Yeah. And Debo. Alright, I'm done. Alright, well, it's time on the episode for us to go to our best bullet points. That's where we'll go around the table, and each of us will give the best reasons why you should watch the movie that we watched. So, I went first with Only Lovers Left Alive, so um, my selling points, I've kind of, I got two that are catered for each of you. Um, so for you, Mike, I'm going to say that, yes, we've acknowledged that not a lot happens in this movie, but that's because it's kind of like, um, I don't know if you would say a, a mood piece, but it's all about like that relationship. And you also feel like kind of like that age of the vampires. There's not really a lot of movies that make you feel the age in realistic terms. Like, it's like, oh, yes, he's an ancient evil. But like these are characters who have lived through a lot and you see them like you know they've been married for centuries so you see like a relationship as it might be after centuries together and it's like a very almost like (laughs) it might be about vampires this is for me Uh, but it feels genuine (laughs) and and, like honest and and like i said it's a mood it's like all of like got the bohemian sets it's got that great music that fits in perfectly so overall it's a a really well-crafted film um for you angus um, you'll remember I said that they go to a bar in one scene in that bar. And this is yes. why I got excited when I thought Mike said the word, that bar is full of paps product <laughs> placement. <laughs> That's awesome. So the vinyl and the paps are what sell me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I'm the hipster of the group. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm saying that like a question, like you really think that of me, but like in my head, I'm like, Dude, he fucking knows. He knows me so well. <laughs> so for me, the, uh, like the, bullet, the bullet point of my film is actually just one scene that just kind of shows up in the middle of the movie. Or towards the end, I guess, when he's married. Um, the, uh, the the vampire dude just sits on a bed. And there's like a there's like a, like a, a woman there on the bed, too. And she's dead. And she's all bled out. And then there's just like his baby crying in the movie. It goes on for at least two solid minutes of the baby crying, and and Doctor Green, the, the the vampire, just kind of looking sad and depressed that he's just killed a woman's uh, or some sort of mother from the blood, and they just slowly get stressed while the baby cries, and then we go to on to a new scene, and that just for me was the best part. Of the movie. Um, okay. All right. I, I want to make a joke, but I don't know how to. Yeah, there's no joke. It was just a really, uh, uh, it just made me feel, you know, how sad the doctor was, why he eventually yeah. killed himself. He was, you know, killing mothers. Blue. He was He's blue. He was very blue. Dabba dee, dabba die. Dabba dee, dabba Dabba dee, dabba die. All right, well, with mine, I already said it. Coolio was in it. Mm-hmm. And Coolio was actually really fucking good and funny in it and like during during those scenes like where he was like fucking with the people like he would do like dances and shit but then he'd also start doing kung fu moves but as a rapper who doesn't know how to do kung fu moves <laughs> like towards vampires or just in general? yeah like 
like as a like no he was the vampire oh, doing right. kung fu yeah. moves <laughs> and like it was just so fucking silly what like, was his name did he have a cool name dude his name was 187 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So they were so far away from knowing what God was, but they still knew what the code yeah. for murder was in police terms. <laughs> like, oh, so awesome. much of it didn't make sense. Um, Debo was fucking just great as himself because he was just such a fucking prick. And then um, Rico from Starship Troopers was just his acting was so fucking abominable. Like it was, <laughs> it was great. Like. I used to think, like, he was okay, like, because I like Starship Troopers. When you were 10? I, yeah, yeah, like, I haven't rewatched it in a while, but, like, dude, his acting is so goddamn wooden and bad. Like, it, it's, it's, it's so fucking interesting to see how bad it is. <laughs> like, that's it. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> All right, well, with our best bullet points down, uh, we get to move on to our special and our favorite segment. This is Woo! the segment in which we tie all of our movies into Paul W. Anderson's 1997 cult classic, Event Horizon, in a segment we call The Horizon Shift. <laughs> That's good. Um, so... I was sitting thinking on mine. I was like, okay, well, well, John Hurt's in there. That's almost a gimme because he was an alien. And, you know, that's kind of like the, the granddaddy of all our little space horror. But, like, I just did Dan O'Bannon who wrote Alien. So yeah. I was like, well, that's almost like doing, you know, making the same connection twice in a row. Um, so I didn't yeah, want to do that. It would be weird if you did it. Like, if it was like a couple like episodes spread out, it would be fine. But since it's like the one that happened, yeah. So so it, I had to to go, weird. I had to to dig a little deeper to find something. Um, so what the movie is like, you know, like I said at the end, they kind of turn another young couple. So it's kind of like this cycle, like that young couple is eventually gonna like you know be like them. And the movie is just kind of about like cycles, like you know, like they're kind of down now, but they might be up again later. Well, Hiddleston is at least down now; he might be up again later. Um, it's about cycles, and also I get that vinyl. Down, but, I get <laughs> but I get up again. <laughs> they ha- um, Tom Hiddleston actually owns that on vinyl. Um, so again, going into vinyl, <laughs> I'm jealous. Um, you know, like like the record. You know, again going to cycles. So there's a lot of the vinyl, which ties into that theme of cycles, because the the, the vinyl actually goes around in a literal cycle. Um, but oh. also the the movie opens in that cycle like you see a vinyl spinning around but you also the camera looks down on Tom Hiddleston as he lays in a couch and just circles around and also you know you also see Tilda and it circles around kind of like that very opening shot in Event Horizon circles around from the space station being upside down and then right mm. you see Sam Neill kind of looking out the window and then it writes itself when you see Sam Neill cool I like that. That was good. So, uh, for me, um, it's about the glimpse of hell that we get in Event Horizon, where, you know, we all know the scene. It's just, like, blood everywhere. It's, like, weird, crazy Satan symbols, and people's cans come out of people's mouths and stuff like that. So my movie had 
a similar kind of themed weird scene like that. We find all the people, but there was a lot of blood. There was a lot of like Satan images, a lot of Christian symbols and stuff, and it was just bloody and messy. All while those kids were singing like "Holy Christ" or whatever, and that happens like four times during the movie. And like the first time it happened, it was very much like like Event Horizon, and you know each subsequent time it was a little less. But that, that was kind of that's my that's my Horizon shift there. Yeah, shift is bloody right. and messy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the gore, it's fine. <laughs> no, but one of the things I wanted to ask when it's when you say like the kids are like saying gospel and shit, does it like cut to actual children doing it, or do you just hear it? I I believe like the first time it's from the uh, the church, the very first part of the movie where there's a church scene, and it just takes okay. that one kind of part of it, and it's just like over and over. You can't barely tell what they're saying, but it's just the same two kids over and over kind of. All right, I, I just was unsure about that. Like if it showed. Like children no, no. singing in the middle no, no, of the, like, just, blood just, licking. It's just, no, it's just like it's, you just hear them singing. Well, whatever fucked up, whatever something weird's happening, you hear those kids kind of chime in. Okay, cool. Uh, so my horizon shift is pretty easy because my movie involved <laughs> a ship going to find another <laughs> ship where all hell broke loose and all but like. Wait, who survived in... Like, it was the black guy and the chick, right? Yeah, yeah and baby, uh, bear. baby Bear in, like, Cryo. He, he was messed up, but he was going to live. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. The black guy and the white chick survived even in your movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it, it was all in space. The other ship, like... I didn't even know that when I picked this movie. I had no idea it was even set in space or anything. So, yeah. Love it. Pretty right, cut so you dry. watched Event Horizon. With vampires. Yeah. <laughs> well, a, well, two, well, Coolio Vampire and Dracula or- Orlock. Who Van didn't Helsing. really do anything. Yeah. Eh, Van Helsing, too. But not really. It was more Rico. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now all our movies are laid out. We've given our best bullet points and our best horizon shifts. Now comes a time where we go around and we vote for the winner of the episode. And, of course, the winner gets to pick the theme for the next episode. Um, so I'm up first for the first vote. I, I'm really, I, I'm always torn. I'm I'm always a little late. Um, so, so we basically have. I just got that. It's a little slower on Steel Reserve. Uh, so we have Black Event Horizon, and then we have a black exploitation film that I was really excited to see. But as Mike described it, I feel like I was mistaking the, the name movie. of the movie. What did, what did you think the movie was going to be? Tell me what you I don't have any it. Like, I thought there was this movie about, like, just, like, two black vampires, like, just basically kind of living in a house, trying to get by in the real world. No. Which, yours is kind of like that. And also, you said sad a lot. And I thought, I'm like, "Mm." Yeah, Dr. Green was very sad the whole movie. Yeah. (laughs) It it really is just about, about him killing himself, really, I guess, when I think about it. The weird thing about both of your movies is you guys had like sad vampires who wanted to die. Yeah. Well, see, let me let me be clear. My my guy was suicidal, but there there wasn't a um there wasn't like an an overwhelming sadness to the movie. Oh, okay. 
Like, but I mean, the, like the main, he, the main character himself the, was sad though, which is just strange. He was not so much sad as like he just didn't he didn't see where there was to go from where he was. You know what I mean? Kind of sadness. Kind of sad, yeah, but it was more existential than sad. I get he it. was just kind of like, well, what's the point? Not that he was just like, meh. Um, uh, so, so black event horizon or sad black vampire exploitate black exploitation. Uh, you know, I, I gotta I gotta go with the the ganja and Haas Hess. All right. Um, for a couple reasons. First, because it sounds very, very different. Like if I watch this movie, I'm not. There's not anything else I'm gonna catch like it. Um, whereas like shitty early 2000s horror, space horror, I, I feel like I might stumble across something like that. And the other reason is because like I feel like Dracula 3000 might be something we just stumble into one year for Event Horizon month just to pair it up, and we're all gonna watch it together anyway. That's one of the things that bums me out is like it would have been a great movie for us to do for one of those and I it absolutely cuz I didn't know how much it was like that like I didn't read anything about it I just took the dude's recommendation I was like okay cool I'll watch it and then like fuck man like that would have been fun Well it's still an option for that that for our, yeah, our yeah, event totally. horizon month there's no rule that the the pairing movie has to be one we haven't seen yet We'll like I, I did the uh, we did the black hole once and I'd seen the black hole before. Um, to oh, clarify here that. for everybody, um, we're we're kind of talking event horizon month. You might be wondering what that is. Well, basically, uh, the three of us every year going back eight years now, maybe nine years now. I in think September, this is the ninth year. This will be year number nine. Okay, so every year for nine years now, we watch Event Horizon in September, and we also traditionally pair it with another space horror film. So we've done Supernova. We've done The Black Hole. Um, we've done that one that was terrible that was like a VHS rip off of YouTube with the one guy from Blade Runner, the guy who played uh, Tyrell in Blade Runner. Was I that can't the last one? The name. Yeah, I can't remember the that name was... of that movie. It was so out there. Um, the the funny thing about that one terror. was... The, the one that, that you're talking about, the VHS one, which was hilarious about that, is we did it on YouTube... And it was broken up into three parts, and every VHS rip of it got gradually worse between the parts, which is so fucking funny. Like, they just kept getting, like, fucking more fucking grainy and unwatchable. Well, what also was great, if you, I don't know if you remember, part one had about 200 views, and then, like, part two had three. And part three, we were the only ones probably other than the uploader who had watched it. It said two views. He went from like 200 to five to two. It's almost like our fucking views on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) People, please go subscribe to our youtube channel please follow the facebook page follow the instagram like us share us tell your friends we we do this and it's sad we really want a custom youtube link (laughs) we need them subscribers um so i guess it's my turn to pick a movie and in my head it's really between Debo and Coolio versus in what what I picture as like <laughs> the Allison Chains of, of 
vampire movies what PJ Holy watched. shit, that's such a good oh. description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love yes. And really, I mean, I grew up on Alice in Chains, and there's this weird hotness about Tilda Swinton, or whatever her name is, that I like. Tilda Swinton and Yak Hair. <laughs> and so this this week, I'm going to have to pick the, uh, the suicidal... Uh, heroin music of vampire film pj's film there hey and you didn't Damn pick it. wrong because even i noticed the feet in this movie <laughs> so i might even have to watch it just for that so all right angus is uh gonna see what's gonna happen here all right, all right. um well before i make my pick i just want to say um even though it seems more likely, because I don't like more modern films, I like to watch shit that's much older. So it seems like I would go with Mike's thing first. But TJ sold me so much more on his with, like, the fucking vampire cars and all that stuff that's in it. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I can't wait to see a vampire car. Um, <laughs> And apparently there's yeah, like mine evil... has a lot more talking points. <laughs> evil records and fucking paps that turns people into bloodsuckers and shit. I don't know. But the part that bums me out is like TJ's actually going to win one now. <laughs> I'm going to punish a... you guys. There's a part of me that wants to just say no so he can't win. <laughs> But I'm not going to do that, TJ. You won this episode. Ooh! I'm so excited. I have my little list. I don't even know what to pick for a theme. Oh, boy. Um, Better pick one. All right. You know what? Because I never fucking win, and I'm just never going to get my fucking chance again. I've got to do it. And do it. y'all, again, you might not like it. But uh, the I'm theme starting is... starting to cringe. The theme is Bollywood. God damn it! <laughs> Motherfucker! Well, this is finally going to make me watch a Bollywood movie. <laughs> ah. if, if I had won a little more often, oh. I wouldn't have done it. I would have saved that on the back. Right, right, anyways, anyways, I don't know. Fucker. Before a podcast. I don't know. All their movies are four and a half hours long. So <laughs> yeah, they're long ass movies. It's uh, trouble for me, too, because I can never sit down for a fucking long ass movie. But I was like, damn it. I never get the chance. I've got to do it. You know, my, my, my movie, movie was plays a Bollywood film every week, so maybe I'll just go see what they have playing this week. <laughs> All right. My movie was 72 minutes, and I finished it 10 minutes after we were supposed to be recording. <laughs> How the fuck am I going to do that? Seriously. you got to start tomorrow. You, you piece of shit. <laughs> I, I changed my vote. It's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the good news is, if I win again, it's not going to be Bollywood. So. That's true. We got this over. With all my other, all my other themes are like normal. Next time I win, I'm going to Polish films. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, like they're, four. They're kind of bleak. <laughs> they're all bleak. They're all pretty bleak. Yeah. What's that director's name? Uh, Wadsha? Wadsha? Well, How do you yeah. say his name? Yeah. Yeah. Mike's gonna come over here and talk about Control, which is like the. Most grimmest, darkest, bleakest, <laughs> depressing war movie ever made. 
Well, you guys are just going to compare your Criterion collections. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking assholes. Yeah, we'll go on the little fil- on Filmstruck to find them. Uh, I still oh, there's plenty that. of Bollywood on Netflix. Don't you worry. I checked good. before I made, like, I was like, well, I don't know if I should do this. I was like, oh, there's plenty on Netflix. It's okay. Well, uh, goodbye. I can already guess Angus. All I have to do is go on Netflix, look at Bollywood, and find the shortest movie, and I know what Angus is picking. It's <laughs> <laughs> already hours and 32 minutes. That's fucking hilarious because that's really true. I'm just going to look at fucking times. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Well, we've been 16 Ounce Cinema. You can find us at facebook.com slash 16 Ounce Cinema. Please subscribe to our YouTube and goodbye. Goodbye. See you.